Welcome back to Desert Island Dictator. My guest this week is the tremendously colourful Leslie Ewing Burgess. Um, we had a lovely little chit-chat, and I think it's best we just get to it. But uh, what I will say about her, uh, she's a great comic. Uh, she co-runs the Troy Club, which is an alternative uh, comedy night, which you should go to. It is in Aces and Eights uh, in uh, Archway in London. Uh, it's a North London comedy club. All the kind of... It's, acts very much at the weirder end of things i'm a huge fan of it um she co-runs it with one of my favorite acts andrew o'neill and yeah we had a, we had a lovely chat where it goes recording in progress i think because i normally am recording as well on these things yes yeah. well um it was, it's being it was recorded we're recording okay, now. cool we are now recording cool good to know welcome back to desert island dictator my guest this week is the wonderful leslie ewing burgess how are you hello, hello. I, i'm good how are you i i'm i'm great uh honestly we've been talking for about an hour before this <laughs> yeah we know very well how each other are but yeah <laughs> you know now we have an audience yeah we're fine audience how are you that's uh <laughs> i'm um yeah welcome to desert island dictator great to have you here uh thank you for allowing you. me onto your island oh yeah no anytime i like to have company over that are good because some people some people do not some people are very much just like this is my land now and i'm like well you know what if it wouldn't exist if not for the construct of this podcast so allow me that's on. that's true that's the <laughs> well the thing about me is i'm i'm a huge fan of show and tell and if no one comes over to my island i can't show off all my things yeah so. yeah no that is that is true that is true yeah so for, i think firstly and importantly uh how how would you like to be addressed what is it as as dictator of your island what is your what's your title so the first thing that comes to mind is vib which is what they call people at sephora which is a beauty shop which does not exist in the uk at the moment um it at the ones back in canada they have like a, a loyalty program but then there's people who spend a certain amount of money at Sephora who end up being on another level of the beauty, this loyalty program. And so they're called a VIB. And I never had enough money to reach that point. I never spent enough money at Sephora, but my sister-in-law did. And I never thought it bothered me, but it is literally the first thing that came to mind. So I think I want to be the VIB in my island. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, the thing too is because I don't think at least at the time, because it's been um, over eight years since I've lived in Canada, at the time, I don't think they ever actually specified. I assume I assume VIB was like very important beauty or something to that effect, but they right. never really specified. So could I think be, it's open to interpretation. Could be anything, couldn't it be? Like, yeah. So Viper in bag. 
Viper in bag. Uh, violence. Violence in box. Yeah. Uh, Voltaire is Bay. Vol- Voltaire is Bay. <laughs> Voltaire is it Bay. As in like, as in like Bay. As in. I mean, African American vernacular down, Bay so. or Bay as in ba- geographic I, Bay. <laughs> I think really either or because it's not written down. So it, I think if you only a, ever yeah, heard, could... hear something said, it doesn't really matter. It can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's like any art, which I do classify that as any art can be whatever you need it to be, whether or not that was the original intention. So, well, VIB, 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 Leslie, VIB, Leslie, thank you for allowing me onto your island. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the land. Talk, tell me about how you found it, what's gone on since you've since you started running it. So. The thing is, I'm not entirely sure how I ended up here. Uh, so that's, I know it's, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of these things. I'm not someone who tends to uh, get sort of blackout drunk or anything, usually. Mm. But, you know, leave it to me the one time I do to end up on an <laughs> island in the middle of the ocean. You're like, you know, it's just, I don't do things by halves, you know? So. <laughs> Just uh, you're like the one. You just give me a, give me a virgin. Give me a no. Give me a white wine spritzers, 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 spritzers. <laughs> Eight hours later. Oh my god! <laughs> the sound of pigeon, uh, pigeons, parakeets in the trees. Both. Actually, by both, both of the, the, you could be in London for that. Yeah, so, I mean, I there's Isle of Dogs in London, right? So yeah, there's a lot of parakeets. Um. There's parakeets. So, did do you know about the theories about parakeets in London? No, I don't. So, there there's a lot of theories that they're basically escaped because they're not native to the country at all. Obviously, like nothing, yeah. nothing that colourful could ever ever be from Britain. Uh, it's true. I'm from Canada, uh, listener. I am very bright coloured. Sorry, Jacob. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just so apparently, um, the uh, apparently is, is there's some a group of feral parakeets were just released in the fifties. Um, they could well a lot of people think they might have been brought back just like from Africa or like zoo escapees. But whatever whatever it means, they've like it must have been relatively recent, like as in sort of the last sort of sixty years or so, because they arrived and immediately like outcompeted loads of other birds and they're just all over the city. But weirdly only here that they have handed to like anywhere else in the country, which is quite odd. Yeah, that's really interesting. They're just in London. Uh <laughs> just it's like I don't know, but like maybe they like maybe they as a sort of theatrical camp bird, they prefer the liberal politics of London to like elsewhere but um. yeah I, I mean London is strange in, in that sort of way too because I remember when I first moved here I was really astonished by the fact that there are just palm trees sometimes yeah or something that is similar to palm trees I'm not sure of the exact genus of them but it's yeah it's just such a strange thing because it's like it is a different climate to where I'm from but not that drastically different that there should be tropical plants just growing around yeah so <laughs> yeah the I think 
the other thing as well is that there's, there's like there's all bits to it like you, you'll you'll find a palm tree and be like oh this palm tree was planted in the 19th century and there'll be like a campaign to save the palm tree and you're like, what <laughs> i've never heard of this i've lived here for 32 yeah. years <laughs> it's just a very That's really strange <laughs> yeah it's just it's a, a very place. very it is a, it is it is a deeply strange and wonderful place yeah um, i do miss it now that i've been stuck on this island for all this time yeah yeah <laughs> now that you've been but your your original island so you've been in you've been in a number of islands uh you've been on the island of the you've been in this island the island yeah. of the united of the of great britain uh it's true the islands of north america yeah that which, big old island big old big old islands that i guess is actually how big does an island have to be before it becomes uh not an island I don't know. I like to think that it's just, I mean, I think whether or not it'll be like classified as an island, I feel, I like to think it still would kind of count as an island in a way. Mm. Like it is a mass of land that is in some water. Like what more does an island need to be? But because, because Australia is one. Yes. But, but uh, the combined Americas of North and South aren't. No, I suppose since Australia kind of is its own thing. I maybe like is continent just an upgrade on an island or I think no because Austra- so Australia is the only island that is also a continent. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I think New Zealand is just its own thing. I think that continent is I believe that continent is something to do with the plate the te- uh, to do with the uh the is to do with yeah. to, to do with the plates that that yeah. form them. Uh this is some real this isn't real like struggling to remember school age yet. Like <laughs> I believe that continents are to do with the, are uh, to do with the um, set like rock pl- sediment layers of rock and sediment that mm. form them. And they this obviously can break familiar. apart, but like Australia is the, um, the North and South America is made up of several of them, which are kind of bridged by land bridges. And I think Australia yeah. is the only one that's just a, just one. Anyway, there all you go. this stuff it all this stuff really does just make my brain kind of hurt which is like yeah. it always makes me concerned that i'm not that intelligent and i am but i just focus my energy on being whimsical and shit you just forget <laughs> you can't remember all this like te- what i yeah. do remember is that technically europe and asia are the largely the same uh, oh yeah eurasia the, yeah is but and actually the distinction is polis is mostly political and not mm. um and no there's no the, the actual geographic reason for it is not that it's yeah yeah um i one time in school won a geography competition i'm not sure what happened to me since then <laughs> yeah well, equally equally though vrb uh the <laughs> thank geog- you for by addressing me i can't say words carry on sorry <laughs> geography competitions can be won for any literally any like geography was one of those subjects where you know sometimes you'd be like oh today we're learning about something to do with the world you're like yeah and the next day you're like we're gonna count every car in the street like what why is this how is this it's just it was one of those subjects it's just like sort of put purry of just like other knowledge gleans knowledge and you'd be like yeah 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 and so much of that stuff is memorization which if you're immersed in it all the time um is a lot easier than when it's just a mm. ridiculous number of years on and you just go i haven't had to think about this for a long time it's also it's also one of those subjects if you take it any further like you sort of have to n- not do it 
you can always mm. tell a subject sort of like if you if you take geography beyond when in the uk it would be gcse which is like 16 like honestly you should stop studying it and instead study like physics or yeah ge- or like geology or something like you, you sort of it's it's like a composite subject of loads of other bits and so you actually yeah. just have to study like the bit <laughs> yeah um yeah so sorry we're, we're sidetracked again <laughs> we've got to talk about your island so tell me a bit about it you know you tell tell me about the place like where what's it called uh so i'm very bad at naming things and this has always been a problem mm. i've had i'm very it's it, it has it was a problem back before my current life back when i used to do comedy i'd always have trouble naming shows because i just sort of i just don't have that knack in me and so i sort of I'll tell you the first thing I named it and then I'll tell you what I ended up naming it because I feel like the history is really important. So at first, and this is how I always default, I just called it Lessland. Lesland. You know, because yeah, it's my land, Lessland. Uh, and also it's not a very big island. So um, so I called it that at first, but then eventually I came up with a perfect name from, for it and I settled on this and that name was The Island from Lost. The Island from Lost. Yeah. Is it geographically distinct from the island from Lost? I mean, I honestly don't remember much about Lost, but I just, it was just, you know, I just got, I get a bit nostalgic. And so I was just thinking, I was like, oh, I really loved Lost at the time. So I just felt like it felt like a fitting tribute. I accurately, I, I have to, this is my thoughts about Lost at the time. And this is a very, I feel this is very perceptive for young me. I accurately realised that A, it was bullshit, but B, the sort of bullshit I'd get very into and addicted to and didn't yep. watch it on that basis. I was like, uh, you know, I was just like, that, this is, yeah. like, I was like, I need to, I, I was like doing my A-levels or something when it was on, I was like, I need to concentrate on this and like, I will just, if I get yeah. into this, that's that, you know? So I... <laughs> I would say past about the, it, it, it had interesting elements after the first season, but the first season was the absolute peak of it. And then from there, it kind of got more like they, it became more clear that they didn't have a clue what they wanted to do, but they just wanted to have lots of crazy twists. Um, yeah. But there was a thing where I sort of realized, actually, it was, it was one of those things. I think this is why it was in my brain when I came to naming the island is I just remembered there was this thing where uh, there was a character who was Scottish. She was called Desmond, who had to type the same series of numbers into a computer every day to stop something bad from happening. Can't remember what. And it was 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. And I was very impressed with myself for remembering that, like, <laughs> 17 years or however many years on from when I watched it. Yeah. And so I think that's why it was in my brain when I ended up on the island. It was like that sort of uh, Bader-Meinhof phenomenon thing where, <laughs> you know, once you think of something or once you find out something, you see it everywhere. And so it actually seemed really fitting that I ended up on an island so shortly after that, when I yeah. suddenly remembered this island-based show that I'd been so into. <laughs> the island... So I kind of... Yeah. <laughs> the island from Lost. <laughs> the island from Lost. <laughs> all right well um this is if you're hoping to get some improv out of this as i've just told you i know nothing about lost apart from it ended weird and it it it, it continued it all was weird it was all like the at at first it was like whoa there's a polar bear on the island why and then there was a smoke monster and then i don't know time travel like it was a strange show (laughs) i so right i think as well given yeah, I was talking about how I sort of knew it would be basically a drug, right? And the other thing is, 
maybe this was, i don't know what the i don't know what your youth in in canada was like aside from just you know like hunting elk and yeah licking the licking the licking the trees for its syrup you know i assume that's yep, pretty much that's pretty much but it yeah we didn't really get like and it, it sounds so like it sounds so like weirdly primitive but obviously like pre-netflix and that like we didn't really get like a lot of, we did get american tv obviously but we yeah honestly it wasn't in the same way and like we didn't really get like access to like prestige american dramas mm. which didn't really happen in the same way so like when they really started exporting it like people watched the sopranos right but you had to have you most people only had like four channels people watched the, yeah. which is mostly british programming people did watch the sopranos but you sort of had to have like sky and all that to get it and like mm-hmm. people what what people would really do is just order the videos and stuff like yeah. stuff like lost which is just programs to do nothing else but just keep you watching you know that kind of we you know yeah. it's like built in a lab to just be like, just grab you and like have like a load of different characters and a load of twists and they finish them all at slightly different times. So you can't not, so you can never like have a conclusion. You have to like keep that sort of thing just wasn't really a thing we had, you know? Yeah. And then like, so when it comes, when drums, like pe- people go insane for it. Like people would just be like, absolutely like even the really bad ones. And also we never really had like long series either. Most of our shows are like six episodes long or whatever. Yeah. And like, so like, when you get these things, so like a like, twenty-four episode yeah, series would be insane. Twenty-four episodes of it, and then like, <laughs> but then what was even mad is we would like we'd watch it and it, and then and then it'd be like, oh, it's been cancelled. We'd just be like, what? <laughs> what? That? Yeah, that's not allowed. You, you no, can't. Whereas American TV, that's just what they do all the time. You know, all their t- all their TV has that kind of standard where they just like, there's like a real there's like a formula for a lot of their like trash shows where it's like very glossy loads of like sexy people high production values and like they have a kind of formula that just sort of grabs you and you can just binge it for episode after episode and then it's actually it sucks yeah (laughs) never finishes and you go what (laughs) because nothing ever nothing ends because they they have to make it they're always trying to make it to like make a load more series so none of the stuff ends whereas for us like you watch a series growing up like that's pretty much it there'd be a cliffhanger right but it would it would yeah. be still be like a complete story yeah you know and, and you'd yeah be like, for oh, sure there you go <laughs> well like i suppose like things like doctor who are a great example of that where it would just be like here's a storyline but it is for over the course of like four to six episodes and then it's done yeah and it would just be in chunks like that um in sort of the classic format monster of the week you know yeah exactly and that and that's so different to something like um there was another show it was very much at the same time as lost that i was so into it was called veronica mars and they've sort of brought it back in various ways it was like Mm. Kristen bell's first big thing um but it was that was not on any tv stations uh in canada and so and i had really shitty internet and so basically i did have to wait for the dvds to come out and so i'd be on I was very obsessed with Live Journal. I'd be on Live Journal. I'd follow all these other people who liked these things and see them talking about them and be like, don't tell me. Because I would have to wait until however long it took for the DVDs to be released to be able to find out what happened. And that was a thing that was so frustrating is I think by the time the third series of Veronica Mars was on, um, it was on a station that we got on our TV. But it ended in the most devastatingly like anticlimactic way where all these all these threads that they had kind of it was canceled mid-season so they had all these threads 
kind of being like, okay, this thing's going to happen. What's going to happen with this? What's going to happen with this? And then it just got canceled. And so none of that stuff got resolved until many years later when they did a Kickstarter movie about it. And then they did another series and they killed off one of the main characters. And I found that out and never finished watching it because I didn't want to know. (laughs) In a way, you know, when they bring something back and and you're really excited, like Arrested Development, which I loved. Yeah, yeah. And they've... It, the last season they made of that was so unbearably bad. I rewatched it recently and I was like, what? It, like, did did the person who was writing this get amnesia and forget what show they're making? Like, so anyway. <laughs> my thoughts on that thing yeah. is basically the hit rate. When, when, when people say, oh, this is coming back or we're remaking this or we're making a sequel to this, right? Yeah, it's not that I'm against being excited for it because I am. Of course, I'm still, you know, still yeah. like I get reminded of the things I liked, and you know, yeah. Like, yeah. But the actual hit rate of it being any good is so low, so so yeah. like the I honestly the the amount of things that have been revived and I've hated, I've just yeah. been like, well, it's really stopped me being like it's all it's actually really stopped me getting excited for stuff. And when they're like, oh, we're gonna like you know there's like a like a film series and there's a new one even even like decent attempts like um when they made toy story 4 like it's mm. not a bad film but it's like well it better be bloody good because because the the end of toy story 3 was so good and it's yeah. such a complete ending to that series it's like toy story 4 had to be fantastic for me to be you know really yeah. into it and it was fine which isn't good enough it's yeah. like there's no like it's not worth it then I don't. I don't care. Same thing with the yeah. new Star. Actually, the new Star Wars films were bad, but like the first. But the first one of them was fine, and I'm like, well, that's not good enough. It's got to be good to to, yeah. re- to justify bringing it back. It's got to be good. It can't be. Why? Like, yeah. Why would you ever? I suppose it's it's phone it in. <laughs> you can't just yeah, make. Well, you, you just can't just think... fucking phone in. So, you can't just phone in my childhood memories and expect me to be like, oh, thank you for them again. Like. I have my own life now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Um, one second. My my audio just went real. It went away and then what came back. So let me just make sure everything's still okay. Yes, it is. Cool. cool. Weird. Um. Anyway, yeah. Just all of a sudden, you were silent, and then every I had like a million notifications on my screen. Uh, that's right. Um, well. But yeah, it it does seem like a thing of as as a sort of creative and i suppose people have different uh reasons for doing these things but as you'd think that someone who created a show like arrested development is such an example of that where it was such a unique like it was such a one-of-a-kind show when it was first on Mm. and it was such a unique way to do a comedy show and you would think that uh the guy who created that would want to take more pride in it than to just let it be wacky for the sake of being wacky which it never was originally yeah but anyway (laughs) Uh, um, you can always actually that you just can always very tell, fresh in my mind <laughs> could always tell the comedy shows <laughs> I, I think that's actually really good unless a comedy show is like just weird and that's its usp you can always i can always tell yeah. the comedy shows dying when you see like and especially and honestly especially american ones because they they stretch them for a long yeah. time uh, you can you see the trailer and it's i can actually feel the rhythm of it you know like and you see the like a wacky situation occurring i'm like you no no here it is <laughs> no i don't yeah. care about any of the people in it yeah. anymore that's 
And when it just sort of relies too much on callbacks, which is a strange thing, because like with the rest of development in particular, the whole the whole format of the show was it almost felt like an inside joke with the audience in the original series. And so there was yeah. a lot of callbacks in there. But when they made new stuff and they're like, remember this. And it was just like, I don't I want don't want to remember that. I already remember it. Give me something new to remember, you know, sort yeah. of thing like I'm happy just... with anything. You give me as long as you're not just like I can just rewatch the old stuff, you know, <laughs> You don't want to be played. I think that's it. Like I always feel like I've been cheated. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. I did enjoy that, but because you because you openly tugged on my heartstring, you haven't actually given me anything. So, no, exactly. Just remember that, and you're like, yeah, I do remember it. It was nice. I yeah, feel it's sort of just a bit of that like... again, but not the same. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this can be a rule There's for that. Maybe of it feeling like fan fiction. Yeah. Uh, no. Let's not get into that because I have my own thoughts about fan fiction. Because I think I I strongly believe that, I strongly believe that fan fiction and I believe that fan fiction is largely good and benign. But I think all that yeah. the fan fictionization of like franchises and stories is yeah. bad. Like fan fiction basically mm-hmm. should be for like people who have like weird animal websites where they like write very pornographic Harry Potter stories and share them with each other. And it should be for that. You shouldn't actually see them made. And the joy of fan fiction is that it will never be made. It should, you should not, it shouldn't be, you're allowed to like, so a really good example of this, right. Is the, um, in Star Wars, right. One of the characters is Han Solo, as you know, and there is a Mm -hmm. film called Solo where they explain how Mm -hmm. he got his name. And I was like, you don't, that, you, that, you should, that bit, a fan, that, firstly, that sounds like fan fiction, just saying a fan should write yeah. that on an internet forum, right? One of the, yeah. you know, like, was one of the old, like, like Northeast. Like he was alone a lot. Yeah. Some of the old fucking Northeast <laughs> internet forum, you should be writing that and it should yeah. just be there. And that's, that's great and fun. And they feel, but it should never be made. Of course not. <laughs> also that's not typically how names work <laughs> no like, you, you kind of could go oh yeah my 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 mom had a friend named whatever your first name is and that's why i'm named that but it shouldn't be like and it was because of this and this like yeah. i know that we don't live in the star wars uh universe but not yeah, everything it's still like what i would say to internet people right is not everything has to be significant it can just be it can just exactly. be there yeah yeah uh, yeah and i mean there there could i feel like there's some joy to um things that kind of have red herrings and that look like they should be significant and then they're just nothing yeah well, yeah but maybe that's just as a fun prank uh for people who do think that everything should be that important prank. uh yeah <laughs> gotcha so we've talked a lot about fan fiction very little about the yes. island though uh <laughs> the the, know, the island it gets from boring Lost. sometimes yeah yeah Lost. yeah well you know are you the only person on the islands um yeah <laughs> damn the thing is i do i do like having my personal space but as i say like i really like having company and so it's nice that you're here yeah um, right yeah you know it's uh you know it's just crazy to have spent all this time on my own unable to see anyone else what what colors are things in your island? Because you're a colorful person. 
I'm a very colorful person. Um, we do have a lot of really, I say we, it's very much become a royal thing, I think, at this point. Um, there, I've, I've gotten really into plants and things. So we have, there's lots of like really nice, bright colored flowers and, and plants about. Um, I can't really change the color of them, but I'm trying to learn to like, you know, kind of grow more of things that I like. It's sort of been a bit of a slow start, but I think it's kind of taking mm. off now. Um, so yeah, pretty much as you can see, just there's, there's loads of bright colored things around, <laughs> you know, it's been a struggle because I do like to have, um, quite colorful hair and, you know, it's been difficult to maintain that living on an Island without uh, hair dye, but I mean, there can be, there could be, a, there could be hair dye on your Island. We don't need to keep this too unreal. Too real. You, you could find that you have a... <laughs> could find that you have amidst the smoky mountains uh the smoky flaming mountains you could find that there is a there there is a waterfall composed entirely of hair dye i could but i won't <laughs> no, okay well you know let's yeah you're like you're like chill out with the whimsy all right let's, it's whimsical, yeah you know not, how i feel not... about whimsy <laughs> not a big fan uh, keep things realistic uh <laughs> I have been trying, I've been experimenting with my plants and stuff to sort of see whether I can kind of create, because I do, I have had my hair green for, you know, I had my hair green for some time before I got the mm. island. So that actually lends itself really well to being in a place with a lot of green plants. Um, so I've been playing around. As you can see, I kind of have a little bit of a tone in my hair, but it just fades really quickly. So it's like, a, there's a lot of upkeep there. And you know, you might say, is it really worth it when I'm not going to see anyone? But if I've realized anything in the time here, it's that my hair is for me and no one else. <laughs> you know, it's it's very much. So I'm, I'm just going to keep trying. Like, I'm sort of quite good at figuring things out. So, I mean, I'm it's it's a work in progress, but I'm, you know, getting it under control. You know, yeah, yeah. I've been wearing a lot more flower crowns than I thought that I would, really. Just because, you know, they're fun, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't love actually, the background. Yeah, I've made you one actually. If you if you if you want to wear it, you don't have yeah. to. No pressure, but there's one there for you. Got a. My wife wore an absolutely massive flower crown when we got when we got married. Absolutely really? huge. Yeah, this is big, one of the biggest things I've ever seen. Is <laughs> was it to the to the level of like midsummer? Uh, it was. It was not far off. <laughs> a midsummer esque crown, like it. That's, it was. That's vast. very powerful. Uh, we we have some pretty sick flowers, so what can you do? You know. Yeah, that sounds amazing. They're pretty flowers are pretty expensive. That's something I learned. Yeah, and also like it's kind of, well, you know what? It's it's an art, right? Like arranging it is an art, and I think anyone who thinks that like it's just it's just that should have a chat. To somebody who does it professionally. It is Thanks so Just, much for listening. Yeah, to tell me a little bit so more about what Matt life is Jacob like for a, what 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 is the ideal Instagram day TikTok, on your island? Uh, and you can follow this podcast. So yeah, it's a, an ideal I day. I would say pod. you know, sort of. Um, please do. Generally, please sort of the sunnier days are better. There are a lot of Thank sunny so days much. here on the island, which is nice because I do get quite bad seasonal affective disorder. So that's a really mm. big advantage of living on a tropical island. I think it's tropical. As I say, I'm not quite sure where I am. You know, I sort of my lack of geographic knowledge, lack of geographical knowledge, plus uh, you know, just sort of ending up here 
it seems tropical like there's you know it it could be anywhere but it doesn't it's pretty good climate wise um so yeah so sunshiny day so yeah you know i like i like days where i kind of wake up quite early um but there's rarely much pressure to do very much which can be difficult um but there are certain days where i just kind of feel very inspired to just sort of go and do things and so i'll kind of go and wander around have a nice like nice little breakfast like eat some fresh fruit which we have loads of again i say we um (laughs) i'm quite lonely (laughs) (laughs) what i love about your island right this podcast is that you've not even attempted to make the island like you're just like yeah the island kind of sucks Like other people, other people would put their own rules in, and then after a while, you know, there's been like other guests have like <laughs> tried to create a utopia, and through my relentless undermining of their ideas, have realised that what they've actually created is a, a hellscape. Right? You, which is like, yeah, it kind of sucks to live on. It's not great. <laughs> I mean, it's sometimes really nice. Like there are nice things. Like I sort of especially after having lived with housemates in London for such a long time, there are really nice moments to just not having to bother with anyone else because people can be difficult. But I also, I really like the people that I like. (laughs) So, I mean, as as I say, it's nice that you're here. And like, by all means, please tell everyone back in London to come visit me. Like, it's a really good party island. It's just, apparently there's been something happening um, in the rest of the world that stopped people from really wanting to see each other though. By the way, for like, a for a Canadian, you're so British, it hurts, right? You're just like, yeah, it's all right, you know, it's okay. I can't <laughs> complain, you know. I haven't. A... <laughs> it's good for what it is. <laughs> um, you know, I, I I'm whimsical, but also very much of at I'm also at the whims of my own uh, mental state. So <laughs> you know, I'm sort of. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I really, I really like to kind of just go have a wander around. If it's a nice day, it's sort of nice to just go for a, a really lovely swim and stuff. And, you mm. know, the best days are when people do come and visit. So, you know, thanks for being here. <laughs> I miss everyone so much. <laughs> uh, no, I do too. You know, it's been nice to, uh, it's mm. nice to, see people in real life that's yeah slowly begin to see people uh not on yeah. computer screens and that so so i've been on the island what's been happening <laughs> uh well it all starts <laughs> uh, nothing nothing's happened just for a long time oh my god well I do get really bad FOMO, so actually that's kind... I'm sorry for you, but that's kind of a relief for me. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I suppose I could just come back to... Like, do you have room on... Did How did you get here? Plane? Uh, <laughs> sure. Where are we? <laughs> where? <laughs> These are my questions for you. Uh, where are we? <laughs> I don't know, my island. The island from Lost. <laughs> I dreamwalked here. The only, but the only, across oh. the mortal plane. I don't know if I'll be able to. Re- I'll probably have to get the boat back. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. I wonder. Oh, maybe it's like a sort of life on Mars situation. Yeah. Or like something like that. Because as I'm, I say, I could. I, could I hope just I'm not be in dead. A coma. That is the that is the implication of life on Mars. I. I feel 
like it was more like comatose, wasn't it? No, you're right. Maybe but... te- yeah, maybe teetering on death, though. Probably too close to death for comfort. <laughs> but at the end, didn't they sort of lost it? Oh, where they, yeah. Where they sort of, there was this sort of, it was heavily implied that it's sort of purgatory or something yeah. similar. But like That's for, for cops <laughs> Every only. show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> old cop purgatory. Um, yeah. Was that, I, I believe that that was the... Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I've been kind of wanting to rewatch it. This has become more of a talking about TV shows that I once watched and have forgotten about podcasts for me. A few of them have. The Life on Mars, so yeah. the US made a version of Life on Mars. Oh yeah, I forgot that was a thing. The ending of it was absolutely mental. What uh, was it? What was the ending? So I think, as I understand it, it's a New York cop who parked near the near the World Trade Center. Oh God, no! Oh no, no, because uh, was it? No, 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 no. He he didn't get hurt in 9-11 no that's um because wasn't there some movie who was it who was in that movie there was like there was that one yes uh, yes i know yes (laughs) yes where the end is it's a it's just like a it's got robert pattinson and it's just a standard um it's just a standard like Like love story yeah and then it's called remember me it is called remember me (laughs) it's just a normal fucking film (laughs) Apart from the love story, then the ending is nine eleven. I feel that shouldn't be as funny as it always is. Whatever I, didn't, I mean, the didn't great they make thing a nine eleven musical in Canada? Did they? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, Why don't I know about this? It's called Come From Away, and it's a Canadian oh. musical. I've heard the name, but I didn't realize it was about 9-11. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it, it's about <laughs> it's about 9-11, right? And like it it's done really well. Oh my god, it, it won uh, it was nominated for seven Tony Awards. Oh my god. I'm just I'm obviously just looking this up now, but like it, yeah. it was nominated for seven Tony Awards. And it's amazing that you're getting a mobile symbol, a symbol signal on the island. Yeah, I've forgotten well, the know, words. Yeah. I've been away for so long. I mean, maybe I would have as well, but my phone died pretty quickly because, as I say, it was a night out. You know. Yeah. Phone at the end, kind of... at the end, yeah. the musical finishes with the line: "Tonight we honor what was lost, but we also commemorate what was found." What? <laughs> that's some. That, that's some musical bullshit. That is. That is proper. Like fucking anything you know <laughs> do you find when you've been away from like doing gigs for too long that you feel like you start to almost get intrusive thoughts that are kind of like jokes but you just are like i don't know what to do with this because there's just no outlet for them yeah because now i'm just thinking about what it would be like if the tony awards were started by tony shaloub <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that's, uh, or or if they got a little statuette that looks like him. Oh, uh, <laughs> I can't really I can't really cope with this. So uh, for the readers, <laughs> uh, for readers, listeners, I've been awake for about twenty four hours um, because I had a, a, I, I had a car accident. And I had to sort of be up all night for that, and then do my go to my job in the morning, and then record this. Yeah, and then not- come to the island. I'm not Kate, and then come to the, and then dreamscape myself all the way to this. I, I'm not physically capable of taking this. Kind of 
I'm too <laughs> I'm running on empty already. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I feel like I've got quite a manic energy as well, which probably isn't helping. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, do you have any more questions about my island? Yeah, I guess. I mean, honestly, I don't think we've answered any of <laughs> them. Right. I mean, to be fair, it's not really the way my brain works, and so... You know. Yeah, no, no, to be fair. Uh, you should also, or listeners, you should also, I, I will not recommend, um, I will not recommend the film, um, oh, what's it called again? The 9-11. Remem- oh, remember, remember me. me? Yeah. Will not remember, <laughs> re- re- not remember the, the, so the end of Life on Mars, the yes. American version, is that they, it's actually virtual reality a virtual reality simulation because they're on the first ever mission to mars and but then that's fucked yeah but then as i understand it like the the ship's fucked and that yeah so they kind of just don't i i, I feel like they don't make it or something like that like mm. it's it's kind of i, I don't know such a confusing extra element to add to what is already quite a strange concept <laughs> like yeah well what it is is because the for the american remake like all the people who wanted it made were fans yeah. of the uk oh, show, yeah. so they couldn't so they need to make the same thing because they were like they were like we're not they were like the problem is like the only people who are going to watch this just like weirdos who like british tv so like they're they that they're gonna have we're gonna have to do something something different to them that it's not gonna they're just like this isn't gonna ever be like i don't i feel like it could to be honest as a concept a modern police officer going back to like 70s american cops is actually a great show and they definitely and it would like it would by default be different from the british original because the culture would be so different exactly yeah i feel like and like americans have their own like british the, the Life on Mars was good, not just because it was sort of a pastiche of British cop stuff, yeah. but it was also a bit of a pastiche of old-style British police procedural shows. With America, yeah. they have their own, so they could have just done that and just... But, I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of what it would be called, because obviously uh, Bowie was British, and so therefore, yeah. if they'd really gone for it, they would need to have, like, an American equivalent. And so... Who would it be that like the American John Sim was listening to on his iPod when when he had an accident? Prince. And then, yeah, <laughs> called when doves cry. Yeah, that sounds that was great though. I'll be yeah, no, there. I mean, yeah, Prince is very much the American Bowie, isn't he? So you should pitch this when doves cry. Yeah, uh, when doves cry. <laughs> that'll be great. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, and then and then the sequel uh, would be called Raspberry Beret. And that would star someone else, and <laughs> and I, I would have three series, and I would get confused while watching it because I expected it to be two, and then it came to a really strange end, and then I lost interest on the third series. They did this a lot though, like when they made that when they remade The Office, like the first yeah. series of it, it just fucking sucks. And the yeah, well, it's, it, it's sort of like frame by frame recreation, isn't it? Like it's yeah, sort of trying too hard to be the same show. But it's like that's just not what like I I don't know what working in an American office is like, but I presume it's no. not like that. So it's like what no. you know what's the it's like they so I've just seen the um, I've just saw the trailer of their they're remaking this country. Are they? Yes, I and, haven't actually seen that, but again, I feel like that wouldn't lend itself easily to an American remake. So. I've seen the trailer. I can already tell you, you are correct to think that. <laughs> and the reason is, right, is because they've, again, seem to have sort of taken it frame by frame. 
but it's yeah. like what's the point because Americans have their own very distinct country culture, which is not yeah. the same as us. So if you're going to make a version of it, you need to make a, you need to make like a rural show in one of those, like you need to just basically take the concept and do something completely different and just yeah. be like, Oh, that's a good idea. Now let's make a rural show in one of the, you know, and of course, like they, they must, there must be so much material for them to do it because there's must be there's so many of those like dog shit towns that are fucking yeah. it's like nothing happens and like no one's going anywhere and like yeah it's full of just jobless weirdos and like really like odd small time things that happen like they mu- and they they do loads of drama set set in these places so I don't see why they can't make it a comedy yeah it's, it's it's odd sorry yeah. what are you saying although I feel like actually. Um, it's because all their comedies, those places are the punchline, whereas this country is quite humanizing. And so, mm. I don't know. You yeah, seen I it, need so to. <laughs> yeah, I need. I need to watch it. It's like Daisy May Cooper in that, right? Yes. Because I really, I really uh, liked her on Taskmaster, um, which presumably happened before I was on the island. It's it's got yeah, <laughs> so, it's got similar yeah. beats to like The Office and things like that, and it's okay. got a, it's quite you know very awkward TV. Mm. but like it's still very it, it's countryside but like it's kind of it's just like a lot of british towns just like places where just like nothing happens you know yeah. and there's no no real anything to it and there's nothing about you know it's like a village and it's very gray yeah it's not like a not like a nice little country village just a sort of gray one where it's near a near a service station or something it's just you know yeah. it's that kind of life and it's you know i will i will watch it once i once i have the ability to <laughs> um once you've you returned. know that they tried yeah exactly which i think probably will happen soon because you know it's been nice it's been nice to be on the island but yeah, i feel like being away from people for too long is not great for me <laughs> vibed out coronavirus now you're yeah. back in town vibed out what oh uh, yeah uh, i'll tell you about it later uh, okay yeah no i'm excited because because like corona like you know it's not my favorite beer but it's all right sometimes zing <laughs> <laughs> jokes from the beginning of covid yeah um um do you are you aware that they tried to make an american version of the it crowd they that sounds they, like an awful idea it i never I think I tried to watch because the pilot was on YouTube or something years ago. And I never, I never liked the IT crowd that much. And that is the correct opinion to have now that Graham Linehan has turned out to be shit. But at the time, like everyone really loved it. And I watched it because Noel Fielding was in it. And I uh, liked elements of it, but it never really gelled with me in the way Mm. that it seemed to with everyone else. Um, But they, so the American remake, I think they maybe only made a pilot, but it still starred Richard Iowati, who I do love. Like, I think he's incredible, but he was still, he was still Moss in it. And then instead of um, Chris O'Dowd, they had Joel McHale. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely a thing. <laughs> they can't do it. Like, they can't do, they can't, what, they just can't really do ugly people. No, they really can't. Like, yeah, like Joel McHale, who's ridiculously beautiful, and just be like, yeah, yeah this this office worker, you know, this this IT guy, like, you just yeah. they're too they're 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 way too polished, and like, that's not what they're like. 
I've met you, Americans, if you're listening. I've met you, and I know what you're He's like. He's met every one of you. I've, I've met you. I've met all of you at least <laughs> once. I know what you. I know what you fucking look like. I'm not like. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Just a photographic memory for what yeah, Americans yeah, yeah. look like. <laughs> so as you fall asleep at night, all the pictures of them go through your brain. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the American Office actually, and I'm aware that that is a bad. That's a, that is a bad opinion to have. No, I'm aware it's that. Hey, you know, sort of personal taste is personal taste. Yeah. I do quite like it, but it, it sort of was, I only, I watched it at the time and I liked it enough. And it was only when I had a rewatch of it a couple of years ago that I kind of went, oh, actually I do quite like this because I always sort of thought it was a bit overrated. And I think um, some distance from it, which I mean, I think there's an argument for that, but some distance from it and some like being away of, from the sort of zeitgeist around it really made me be able to watch it again, sort of more objectively. But I, I do think that yeah. Parks and Recreation is a better show. Like I think Parks and Recreation, which was obviously uh, the the American Office, was the jumping off point for that. And sort of um, structurally, it's very similar. But I think it sort of is so much more than that. And I think that I ultimately liked that a lot more. Parks and Recreation is a bit more grounded in like American life. I think. Yeah. Well, the office. Basically, what is with the American Office is it is actually funnier in as much as it's got way more gags in it but yeah. it doesn't feel to me like like a, a documentary of people working in an office whereas the office fucking does like the, uh, the, yeah. the british office like it's it's miserable and like i know that they don't really like that over there but like it it's that is what being in an office, and like again they can't really they just can't do ugly people like their idea no. of like what is just like a normal looking person is just it on tv is so and i just can't get past the sheen of it like yeah i can't i i just like i'm just like yeah but all these people are like all these people are just like not yeah not people you work with where no. <laughs> uh anyway i think you know, I think yeah. that'll that'll do for the pod. We talked a lot about yeah. the office. Uh, I reckon <laughs> yes, that'll, we yeah. yeah, we talked a lot about a lot of things that weren't the island, but you know, you sometimes you need a distraction when you're stuck on an island. Yep. Vib Leslie, uh, yeah, thank VIB. you, thank yes, you, thank you, thank you for Sorry allowing me onto the island so... from Lost. <laughs> yeah, anytime. As well, I mean, I, as I say, I'm going to try to get out of here soon. But as long as I'm here, you're always welcome. Yeah, you know, nice <laughs> to see you. Good to see you. Thank you.